previously on Masks and Mayhem. You have a call waiting from the king. Oh, uh, definitely. Uh, let me talk to him. They're going to be voting to allow us into the General Assembly of the United Nations. We'll have a voice? Yes. Yeah, because of your time spent with Ruby, you recognize this. Uh, Raina Morris, uh, UK ambassador to the United Nations, is a former Space Cadet cast member. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me? Ah, Mr. Yardak, pleasure to meet you. No, this pleasure certainly on mine. I'm so happy that we uh, have both the support of the U.S. and uh, France. It's a shame to hear that the Chinese and the Russian are not so on board with the plan. But I'm hoping that maybe we could have a talk and see what we can come up to. Yeah, some people need to be convinced. And there's actually like a really stern man with like dark sunglasses and a suit. And he's kind of eyeing you down. Wilhelm Jensen, I'm Ms. Morris's security head. And you hear a loud crack as one of the airplane displays breaks off from the ceiling and falls down. I'm going to shove Ruby hard to, like, throw her away. And I'm going to, like, do, like, the hero, like, grab and roll with Reyna. Uh, as you're all eating, and she smiles, and she takes a swig of her pinot, and she's eating a little bit, and she suddenly starts to frown. Oh, is everything okay? And she goes, uh, and and she starts like to scratch at her throat, and she's like turning pale. And you see, like when you healed her, it pulled out, and it's like a green, like a green liquid is like basically like she almost like sweated it out from your healing. Oh, okay. So he rolls away from you, and at the same time is pulling out two daggers. And I'm going to yell to Ruby, box him. And it's like a video of the box, and all of a sudden you hear the. Uh, assassin yell no 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 I, I can still do this I, I have this and you hear a and then you hear like a slump like a slam onto the ground from inside the box Night has descended on Riverside City. You've just gotten out of the cab with Raina Morris. You have arrived at uh, Union Echo Base. The ambassador looks to the two heroes who just saved her for the third time in less than a day. Well, my dears, what do we do next? Well, we've got contacts here, so so we should be safe. Yeah, and if anybody tries to kill you here, I'm pretty sure the people in this building will kill them back. Well, uh, all right. I will have to get a bit of, a bit of shut-eye, you know, b- big day tomorrow. And... Should we not check on what happened back at the penthouse? I mean, Jensen's call seemed rather finite. We have uh, quite a bit of people here. I'm sure somebody can, uh, some team at least, could go back to the penthouse and check it out. We can go and check. We should probably make sure that you're safe here. This is a secure place. All right. That that sounds that sounds good. Yes. And I'm not sure we can trust the hotel staff currently. Because okay, was the guy the delivery guy? Was he a delivery guy, or he was like a concierge? Right? We said he was a waiter of some kind, but we didn't establish where he was from. 
This is a good place to keep you secure because we know we can trust everyone here. All right. Uh, shall we go inside then? Yes. Reyna takes a moment and pays the cab driver with a, a nice tip. Generous. I like that she uh, recognizes other countries' cultures and knows that she has a tip here. <sighs> okay, so we're going to lead Reyna inside, and then we're going to take her through the whatchama thing, the... Yeah, the security checkpoint. She gets a little visitor badge. Ooh, fancy. Laminated and everything. So we're going to take her to... What should we think? What's homeboy in the in the tech department? Forget his name. Uh, well, J- well, Frank Frank Dunlap. If that's who you're thinking of, he's not. Remember, he's not there anymore. Yeah, no. What's the new guy? The person who took his place is uh, Jeremy Price. Jeremy Price. Yeah, let's let's uh also a Brit. So yeah, let's take her to Jeremy and then have her. Wait, what is Sloan Matthews works with like Doctor Alvarado, right? Sloan Matthews is Doctor Alvarado's assistant. Okay. Doctor Matthews. If we're gonna get technical. <laughs> if like we brought him there and he had just been binge watching Space Cadets. Yeah. So, so where do you choose to go? I'm just saying that, yeah, if you want to head to engineering to, to see if, if Price is there or... Yeah, fuck it. Let's go try to find Price. So you make your way back to engineering. Uh, you know, you follow the signs. Uh, you get to the checkpoint, uh, the little, you know, door. And of course, your car doesn't work. So you hit the button and all of a sudden you, you hear someone go, hello there. <laughs> and then all of a sudden a little view screen comes up that like you can see Price and, and he can see you. And, you know, he's got his uh, his... Silver locks of hair, and he's just like, what can I do you for, Yodak? Uh, we have uh, a friend here who we'd like to leave in your lovely presence. Capable hands. Yeah, your capable hands. Uh, she has had multiple attempts on her life today, and uh, we are trying to figure out who keeps attempting to kill our lovely Reyna here, and hopefully you two can keep each other company as we go back to her hotel room and see what we can find. All of a sudden, like, as you're, like, in the middle of that last statement, the door opens up. You know, it's got a little hiss and opens up. And Price sticks... Hilarious, it's like they know each other somehow. And Price sticks his head out. Reyna? Of course they do. God damn it, Rachel, you, that's like you cut me off. I regret nothing. Reyna Morris. <laughs> as I live and breathe. For now, she's had multiple attempts. Oh, hello, Jeremy. Do you... Wait, do you two know each other? And Reyna looks to you, only in passing. Sounds like, uh, not a very committal answer. He seemed a little more friendly about it. Can I insight check that? Sure. If there's more to this than meets the eye? I'm calling it now, they've boned. Okay, I'm rolling. I don't have any real insight. I rolled a three, but I have an eight, so... Yeah, you don't you don't pick up a lot. You definitely, you, you pick up ever so slightly that Jeremy is disappointed by her response. This is not in character, but awkward. And I'm going to make it more awkward, and I'm going to say, well, me and uh, Visual Aid here are going to give you a little time to chit-chat, and we're going to go check out Marina's apartment and see what we can find out. And we shall be back at some point, and hopefully you guys can have a chance to catch up. So Raina seemed, like, lost in thought for a moment, but as you go to leave, she goes, oh, wait, wait, and she pulls out her phone. Uh, I'm going to assume you both have iPhones. She airdrops you a contact. <laughs> I just have my, uh, it's a Nokia. Oh, right, right. I'm going to assume that, we're going to assume that Ruby has an iPhone. Ruby has an iPhone. Let's assume Ruby has an iPhone 7 Plus, like Rachel. So, yeah, so she airdrops you a contact so you have Jensen's contact information. Thanks. Do I have, do I have her contact information? Uh, she included that as well. Uh, and yes, I'll, I'll let him know that you're, you're coming back. Thanks. We're going to just use Ruby's car, I guess, to go 
back over to her. Her van is back at her house. Oh, well, shit. Okay. Because uh, remember, you public transited. Yeah, that's right. Is there a cab around? Can I have a cab? Uh, you are not in a busy enough neighborhood, and that cab did not stick around. Do, do they have any, like, union vehicles that we can quote-unquote borrow? Are you going to hijack a union vehicle? I'll leave a note. <laughs> is there a guard around or anything? I mean, there is when you go inside to the checkpoint. Okay, I go back to the checkpoint and ask, is there a way we could borrow a vehicle? We had to get out, we had we took a cab back here to because we didn't have time to go back and get my vehicle. Because we had to get our um, charge to safety. And the guard is a little, like, flummoxed. I mean, I know you help out, but you don't really work here. I don't know if I'd have to, like, talk to my boss about that. Can I get a lift to come? <laughs> if you walk a few blocks, you can reach a subway stop. Oh, well, then I guess we're going to do that. Time to hike. Does Yardak have cash on him, or does he carry... Does he? <laughs> does uh, Ruby have to swipe her card twice for him? Or? Uh, I have some pocket money. That's a good question. Does Ruby have a, a subway pass normally? I would assume. She's poor enough. Well, she's got a van. That's why I was wondering. I would assume, okay, but, like, are you going to drive that van in the middle of downtown? That's fair. So, yeah, you know, it takes you a little bit of time, but you get back to the Nathan Hale Hotel, and by this point, you see there's a couple police vehicles outside. There's no lights on. Like, the police vehicles don't have the lights on. They're kind of parked normally, but, you know, there's there definitely wasn't any when you left, and now there are. Ooh. See, my question, if the guy was dressed as a concierge or waiter person or whatever, I want to see if... There is, like, somebody that, like, he either, like, knocked out or killed or something to, like, steal their outfit. That's a great question. <laughs> I would also like to see the security footage of him. Okay. Uh, so what do you do next? Okay. So we're going to walk inside the hotel and get the lay of the land. Uh, and when you walk in, uh, you actually see uh, Officer Winslow. My dude. My bud. Hi. I feel like I feel like Officer Winslow is about to be, like, the full of the McGonagall. Why is it always, like, used to? Well, hello there, Yardak, and and uh, the, the, I, I, I saw you before, but I don't know your name. Um, where's your speedy friend? Oh, wow, salt in the wound, Winslow. How the fuck would he know that? <laughs> I, I go by visual aid, and our um, speedy friend is away on an important mission. Oh, okay. Are you guys here about the kerfluffle up on the penthouse? Yes, we were actually there. Yeah, kerfluffle is a, a minor way of stating it. Yes, we made sure th- we got the ambassador to safety. Oh, oh, good, good, good. Well, here, let me take you upstairs. And uh, he goes up to the elevator, and another police officer, like, lets him on. And, like, you take the elevator up to the penthouse, and when you get there, there's, like, you know, a bunch of police officers, like, with cameras, you know, and marking off stuff, and, and like, assessing the scene. So, Winslow, uh... The man who made the attempt on the ambassador's life was dressed as one of the hotel concierge, and I was wondering if maybe he was able to get that uniform by either working here, or have you found anybody that was attacked that he may have stolen their outfit? That's a that's a good idea, Yardak. I'll uh, I'll see about having some of the guys uh, search the area. We haven't we haven't stumbled on anything like that yet. Ah, okay, okay. Keep me posted, I guess. Is there any uh, security footage of the attack? Not from the penthouse suite, it's not equipped with any cameras. Uh, I mean, we have obviously footage of him going from the- Huh? I was gonna say, yeah, because it's like a per- private room. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like the elevator would. Yeah, we have footage of him going from the kitchen to the elevator, nothing out of the ordinary there, just kind of, uh, looks like he's, you know, if if we wouldn't have known any better, it looks like he's just taking food up to guests. Food and knives. So many knives. 
we actually haven't been able to get to him. Jensen, the the security guard, he he was telling me that you know he, he's dead or, or that he thinks he's dead, but we haven't been able to to get to the to the body yet. Oh, well, I can help with that. Yeah. So when you get in and the, get up to the top of the penthouse, and there's like police taking. And I'm going to go to a police, and I'm like, I don't want to contaminate evidence, but to get to the body, I'm like, I can touch the box and make it go away. Would you like me to do that? And the uh, the police officer who was kind of examining the box at the time lets out a long, <sighs> puts his head down and just gestures like vaguely towards the box. Like, go ahead. Yeah. And I just you know go and box Jimmy's away. And is there is there a corpse? Oh, there's definitely a corpse. Gross. <laughs> so I'm gonna need you guys to roll me some uh, three investigation checks, or you know what? I'll have you each do one, and we'll see how those go first. Okay. Oh, 14 altogether. Investigation. So, a uh, 9. I don't have anything in it. Okay, so the first one's a 9, and what did, what did you get, Yardak? 14 altogether. 7 and 7. Okay. So you're searching around, like, where the body is laying. Uh, you see a pile of knives. Uh, you do see a cell phone. You also see a small vial uh, with some green liquid in it. Ooh. I'm assuming that's the poison. So when you when you had left before, you had uh, pulled the poison out of Reyna's body, and it was, like, green. Yeah. So, like, that's, that's not a big jump. Uh, now, make me one more... I'm gonna do this as, like, a team check. One more investigation check. Ooh, much better. 25. I rolled worse. Seven. <laughs> well, hopefully that makes up for it. I'm grossed out by the dead body. Yeah, so when you're examining it, you can see, like, a bunch of, like, like strangulation marks along his neck... Uh, his eyes are very, like, popped out. Like, he was very clearly, like, choked to death. Isn't that the same thing that happened with the dudes in the cell? Kind of. The other thing that you notice on him is a very deep mark on his inner elbow, on his one arm. Ooh, like a like an IV type of, like... No, 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 no. Like, 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 an, like an abrasion. Weird. As you're kind of examining all of this, uh, Detective Zoe Shepard walks into the room. My girl. Hey, Zoe. Hey! She kind of cocks her head to the side. Yardak? Uh, visual aid, I believe? Yes. I feel like Yardak's, like, infatuation with Zoe is kind of like that one meme where it's like, that's my bitch Jessica! I love Jessica! I'll die for her! Meanwhile, Jessica's like, who's that? (laughs) And that's kind of where I feel like we stand. (laughs) She looks over towards all of you, but more at Winslow. All right, we uh we ran some facial recognition on the the elevator footage. Got Got a hit back on this guy. Ooh. Uh, and she actually hands you the file yard act, uh, since you're kind of standing in between Ruby and Winslow. So, like, if you open it, then everybody can see it. It's a rap sheet for an Anthony Angelopoulos. Ooh, okay, no wonder he's so angry. That's a name. <laughs> I'm just gonna call him Anthony, because I, I already forgot how you said Angelopoulos? Angel- Angelopoulos. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, the, it's very Greek. He's an American of Greek descent. I think was an American of Greek descent. Oh, got you there. <laughs> Past tense. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so you kind of look at it. He's had like uh, some run-ins with the law before, mostly like petty theft and stuff. But it was noted that he had been uh, sought in connection with a couple of murders. Like that the belief based on the evidence was that he was kind of going into the assassination business. And the assassinator has been assassinated. How the turntables. I just pat yard and I can go, how the table have turned. <laughs> and Jensen walks into the room. Have we figured anything out? We have a name of him. 
pinpoint that body, I guess. Anthony! Angelopoulos. He's, like, very annoyed. Not, like, at you guys, necessarily, that you can tell, but just, like, kind of crossing his arms and tapping, and, like, tapping uh, his his fingers and also his, his foot on the ground, and he's, like, thinking. I'm gonna ask, uh, Jensen, is, does the ambassador have any enemies? I mean, there's a reason that she has a head of security. You know, there hasn't been any any credible threats. No, to answer your question, no. There's not, not anything of note. Could there maybe be someone who didn't want the meeting with Yardak to happen? That's a distinct possibility, I guess, yeah. Did she have any other business in town other than our meeting and the unveiling of this aviation museum? No, it was a real quick trip. We got in last night, we were going to do the unveiling, we were probably about to head back to England tomorrow night. So someone had to know that she was going to be here. Yeah. Were you planning on flying back commercially? No, no, no. Uh, We have a chartered private jet. Okay, we still might want to vary your flight plans. People are very persistent on uh, trying to kill her, currently. Do we have someone else to a lead to follow? Okay, well, in the recording we heard him, Anthony, supposedly talking to somebody. Do we think maybe he was using his cell phone in the box? Because the cell phone is laying right there. We can go through it if we can. Wait, we should ask the police. To, should we get gloves? I think Visual Aid wears gloves, doesn't she? Yeah. You can always make some. That's true! Oh my god, am I gonna have to use this dead dude's thumbprint to open this phone? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you'd had to before, but I think you do now. <laughs> god damn it! Either that, you can hold it up to his dead face. Yeah, so Shepard and uh, and Winslow both kind of gesture, like, giving you, like, free reign to, to examine the crime scene. I'd also like to say that these police are very manageable. And uh, just letting us, like, fuck with things. <laughs> okay, so I... I make myself some gloves to examine this crime scene, and I make Yardak some. Oh, Yardak has, like, normal hands, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't have, like, webbing or anything. Okay, so then I guess I'm gonna use this dead dude's thumb to open his phone. What kind of phone does he have? Uh, well, he has an Omniphone 9. Ooh, Omniphone. What the fuck is that? It's, I mean, it's basically the second most popular phone in the world. It's the phone of the future. It was actually invented by Robin Markovic, the funder of Union. Like that was that was his big rise to fame. Okay. Something, and that is something that like uh, Ruby would know. Okay. Just something Rachel didn't know because Rachel doesn't actually live in this world. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, so you pick up his phone. It's got you know get got the thumbprint. What do I see? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a very like this is like very clearly a burner phone. There's like no apps on it. It's only got a few calls, but to an unli- to unlisted numbers, and just a, a a text message sent saying the first plan failed. Trying a second time. Three times. Right, but the third time did technically come after the second time failed. Is there anything else I should look at? So I guess there's no photos or anything on the phone. Uh, well, actually, yeah, you see some photos. Uh, like actually on the phone, you find some photos of Reyna and Jensen. Uh, just kind of like. Surveillance photos, including some like leading up to right when when the giant plane almost fell on the lot of you. Rude. So he's been in plain sight this whole time. Can I tell from because I was there when you know the plane fell? Can I tell where he was standing? Yeah. So the skywalk that goes between the two buildings, the museum and the hotel, mm-hmm. uh, it's like big glass open, like viewable from the outside. And he was very clearly like in the hotel, like at least a couple floors up from from you to look down on you. Would, would that, like, would it be the view from the hotel room? Yeah, it's definitely like a view from the hotel, possibly a hotel room. 
I am going to ask, is there any, like, um, hotel employee at the crime scene right now? There's a, a very, very frazzled manager. In fact, it's the manager from the day before when the plane fell, and he's, like, even more concerned now. <laughs> he knows his job is on the line. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask him, from this view, do you know what room or what hallway has this view? And can we get access to it? He thinks for a moment and looks at the photo, like, all the photos a couple times. I believe this would be fifth floor, uh, possibly the corner room. Okay. Do you mind if we go have a look there? See if he had had anything else set up there? No, no, not at all. Please. He hands you a key card to use. Oh, thank you. Very helpful. Ooh, master key. Okay, I'm going to say, Officer Winslow, like, we're going to go check it out over there, and are there any, like, officers that want to check it out, too? Or should we just go? They're still examining the crime scene. Uh, Winslow... Winslow looks at you and goes, nah, just, uh, we'll send someone down in a little bit. You, you, you kind of go check it out first. On the way out, um, I'm going to turn and I'm going to give my phone number to both Winslow and Shepard. I'll give them mine too. I didn't love the idea of someone having Ruby under the front of visual aid. So I, I was going to say, I do want to point out that Ruby is going to give her cell phone number to police officers. Oh, never mind. No, no, I was going to say, like, you can make that. I'm just saying, is that a thing that Ruby would want to do? Like, is that a thing she would trust them to do? No. Maybe Ruby will have to get a separate phone from Visual Aid. Yeah. Gotta get a, a burner superhero phone. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give my phone number to Shepard and Winslow and say, if we're going to head down to this fifth floor room and give us a call or a text or something if you guys figure anything out while we're gone. And then walk out. So it's just a quick trip down the elevator again to the to the fifth floor. While we're on the elevator, I'm going to be like, maybe you should think about getting a smartphone, dude. They're fun. <laughs> I'm smart enough. <laughs> then don't you want a phone that can keep up with you uh, you know what that's, that's a fair argument we might have to get you a new phone and myself a new phone this advertisement for the iPhone 7 brought to you by <laughs> oh Omniphones Omniphones oh you're gonna get an Omniphone it's a good call if Union made it then I mean it has to be good anyway uh, so yeah quick trip down to the uh, to the fifth floor uh, and the key will let you right on in from the door before going in, I want to roll a perception roll. I will as well. Okay, yeah, roll perception. Because, I mean, if he had, like, poison and shit, I don't trust it. Not rolling well today. Eight. Eighteen altogether. Yardak, uh, I'm going to imagine that you stop Ruby because you can see, just for a brief glimmer, that there was, like, a single uh, infrared laser going across the room. Okay. But it's, like, right in the doorway, so, like, you can, like, step over it. But you don't, you don't see any others. Okay, so we're going to take a big step over that. I'm curious what would happen. If, like, I want to, like, put something else that's not us over the line. Let's see what happens. Leslie, tell me what you guys do next. No, no. We're gonna, we, if you want to play with lasers, we can do that after we're done in here. <laughs> okay, so uh, should we do another well, uh, investigation? For investigation check, see what else yeah. uh, is going on here. Oh my god, not one. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, 11, uh, 7, so 18 altogether again. I love that I roll well when I'm doing, like, space cadet trivia. Yeah, you did You did really great. You won that contest. <laughs> yeah, so, Yardak, as you're searching the room, you happen to be the one that stumbles upon a cache of additional knives, and there's also, like, some, what appear to be coordinates written down. Is it, like, latitude and longitude, or? And then there's also some, like, bank routing numbers and stuff on it. Are the latitude and longitude numbers here, or is it a different location? Am I able to tell that? 
I don't think you're necessarily like, I don't know. Do you think that that's something that he'd be gifted enough to know just by looking at it? Uh, probably not. That seems like a little bit high grade for most Can people. I Google the land- Can I Google the longitude and latitude on my smartphone? Sure, we'll let you do that. Uh, you also, during that search, you kind of took a look at the laser, um, and you just see that it apparently, it's like Wi-Fi connected. I'm curious about something. Okay. Was this room checked out? Like, was this room booked by anybody? You see a receipt sitting on the table. Like the kind that they would give you when you first check in. Um, can I, whose na- who's name is it under? It's under, like, a John Smith. Liar. Roll me one more investigation check. Roll better this time. Ooh, I did. I got a 25. 17 plus 7. It worked. I rolled a 15. No, that's 24. While Yardak was examining the tripwire, uh, Ruby went in the bathroom and there's a body in it. You, you need to get Officer Winslow. There's another body in here. Oh, okay. So we found where our uh, concierge outfit came from, I'm assuming. Can I do an investigation or perception check just like on the body? You can do perception in this case, I think. Uh, I rolled a 10. Yeah, you just see, uh, the, the throat was slit. Probably with one of those nuts. And he's in, like, a- and the tub is full of ice. I'm going to take out my up-to-date Nokia phone and send Winslow and Shepard a group text and say, we have a body down here in his room. Be careful when you come in, there is a laser wire at the door. And a few minutes later, Winslow and Shepard show up. And they carefully step over the wire into the room with you. And Shepard goes to examine the body uh, while Winslow kind of checks the uh, the information. I found too many bodies today. Too, too many, which is the amount of amount I've found. Because I have a feeling like even if it's not like for a detonation kind of thing, like it could probably like boot up like a camera that we're not seeing or something like that. And I don't want whoever would know that we're here to know that we're here. I mean, if you want to make a technology check, you could try to disable it. I mean, I have six. I can try. I have seven. Okay. I mean, well, we both can try. No, one of you tries. You guys gotta decide who's trying. Fine, Rachel. Make sure your rolls are better now. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. Uh, 19 overall. Yeah, you see there's like a little wire, uh, like a single wire connected to a, a power source. So you just yank that and it shuts off. I'm still wearing gloves, and I put it in an evidence bag, and I say, is there a way we could take this somewhere to see what it did? Winslow goes, yeah, yeah, we can, uh, we'll take this, we'll take this right back to the precinct. Thanks. Thank you for all your help today, I'm so sorry you got dragged into this. Yeah, well, wherever there's trouble, it finds us. We're gonna get the coroner to come in, I think that's really, I think that's all we're gonna find for tonight. Yeah, we, we did what we couldn't hear, and there's nothing up in the penthouse as far as we can tell either, so... Uh, I guess we're going to have to do a little bit more digging. Now I'm wondering if Ruby has a therapist, because finding a dead, dead body <laughs> seems like something. And Shepard looks at you, Yardak. Morris, she's somewhere safe? Yes. As of right now, she is about as safe as she could possibly be. Alright, good. Whoever did this, they clearly have the means to hire someone. They get, you know, they're outfitted with some decent equipment. I, I wouldn't assume this is the last time, as long as Morris is in Riverside, at least. Oh, you're not kidding. Three times in one day. I doubt they're going to stop until their task is complete. And you're sure you can trust uh, who you left her with? I mean, if I can't trust them, I can't trust anyone. All right. I'll get that stuff to the labs right away. I'll give you a call if we discover anything interesting. I can't wait to hear. We have lives counting on it. Would there be a way? One, can she spend the night at Union? Are there beds there? Yeah. 
am going to call um Raina and okay. to, uh, to check in and see like how she's doing. And and she gets on the phone with a start. Oh oh, Ruby, have have is Jensen there? Is everything okay? Yeah, uh, Jensen. I just saw Jensen, but he's not in the room, right? No, no. Uh, yes, everything's okay. We've just been um, investigating here. I don't want to freak her out with all the dead body talk. Uh, oh, okay. Um, can I want to know if you? Uh, how are you doing? Do you want me to come by there? And I don't know that there are beds there, so I guess you could come stay at my apartment. But it's not a nice. It's not. A, it's not the nicest place in the world. Are you saying I can't go back to the hotel? I think it's still a crime. I think it's still a crime scene. <laughs> oh my. Okay. It might be better to keep you somewhere where we can keep an eye on you, or keep an eye on anyone who might be after you. Okay. Um. Yes, I I suppose that is a good idea. I I do, and and I maybe could come to Union. Um, it and stay there, or I don't. I don't. I, I this is this is out of character. What's Yardak's apartment like? Is it underwater? Yardak lives underneath the sea in the bay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Uh, if Ruby, you want to go home, I will head to Union to keep her company, and then also I want to see if maybe we can't track these routing numbers and see where any funds might have come from from our uh, dear old friend Tony here. I know. I'm also just going to send a text to Bethany, like, "Hey, it might be late. Some superhero stuff happening. I'm fine. <laughs> it got weird." And then I was just going to be like, P.S. I met Raina Morris. You'll get a text message from Bethany that's all exclamation points. <laughs> but Raina, when you suggest about going somewhere else, she says, I'm, I'm not terribly concerned about where I stay. It's more that, well, I mean, and, and you hear her, like, uh, pull the phone away from her face. It's, it's midnight already, and, and I will have to be up early. So, so, I mean, I'm fine with staying here, but I, I must get to bed soon. Fair. Is Dr. Is he not Dr. Price? No. I mean, he could have a doctorate. Is uh, Mr. Price with you? Can you ask him if there's any beds at Union? And all of a sudden you hear, you hear him say, I can pull out some cots. I don't <laughs> know if that's better or not. No, I mean, I mean, she doesn't care. She says she doesn't care where she stays. Yeah, that's the character. I should say, I don't know if that's better or not. So we've got cots at Union or going to Ruby's apartment or under the sea is like the worst case scenario. All right, Price, uh, if you want, get the cot set up. Uh, I'll be in in a bit. If Ruby likes, she can go home that way. She can sleep in her own bed. But I'll be in. I want to see if I can't run these uh, account numbers here and see if we can't maybe find out some information. And, you know, Raina has to get some sleep as well. I might go with you, and that way maybe we could take turns being awake just in case someone tries to break into Union or something to get to her. I mean, and draws people away from Bethany because we know she likes being in dire situations. So you're both going to Union to meet up with Raina, and she's going to be staying at Union. Yeah, and I think we're just going to take turns doing watch. We're, we're doing like a, a real D&D game. we got to take night watch. Yeah, you guys are at the hotel, and actually Shepard you know, offers to give you a ride if you need it. Yeah, definitely want to take her up on that. Thanks. So you, she has like a custom police like Dodge Challenger. Hey. Is it Challenger or Charger? Charger. Uh, charger, uh, and it's, like, all souped up, but it's, like, black with, like, the police lights on it and stuff. Nice. Big dick energy from Shepard. So, yeah, so she gets you over to Union Base really quick and, uh, drops you off, and she says when we hear back from the lab, I'll let you know. Awesome. Thanks so much, Shepard. Thank you. 
Let's, uh, f- we're gonna go find, uh, Raina. Raina. Sleepover with, with a space kid actor. It's Ruby's dream. Yeah, I'll let Ruby have, uh, get some sleep first, because I want to... Well, actually, I'll send Ruby. I'll, I'm going to say, hey, Ruby, uh, go find Raina, take a load off, try to get some sleep if you can. I'm going to go find okay. someone to take a look at these numbers. I guess I go looking for Raina, and I assume she's going to be with Price, so I go there. So yeah, Ruby, when you get into the room, Raina is just kind of sitting there, idly, uh, spinning on a chair while Price is working on something. Uh, he's actually he's setting up the cots, actually. I'm just picturing her like a two-year-old toddler, just like, uh, <laughs> Wee! like well, I'm imagining her like me right now. Wee! And and when she sees you, oh, visual, you're back. Visual. You can't expect me to say the whole name each time. I like how it's a single syllable more. Hello, Ambassador. Is, is everything situated here? Yes, yes. Price is going to go find us, I believe, some uh, blankets and pillows to go with these cots. And also, don't you don't have to call me Ambassador. I think we've been through enough tonight. Uh, Reina is fine. Okay. You can call me, um... Uh, Viz, I guess? And then I'm just, we're like, I'm, I'm a little new to the superhero. <laughs> well, well, you'll get used to it, I'm sure. Stay in any business long enough and you'll learn all the ins and outs. Uh, and, and Price leaves the room, uh, in search of the pillows and blankets. Can I make pillows and blankets? Yeah, I guess theoretically, but he's already left the room, so. <laughs> I mean, if you want to make them, that's, that's up to you. You know, this could be, he just leaves them and like, oh wait, can I make like I've never tried before. Raina looks to you, and and I and I did get in contact with Jensen. He uh he says he's going to stay with the police, and he will meet up with me in the morning. Okay, I hope he gets some sleep at some point. Oh, I'm sure he's he's slept through a number of uh of well different events. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like a personal dig. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you you were able to discover anything at the crime scene. Ruby flashes back to all the dead bodies she saw. Um, yes, we uh, got into his phone. There were some surveillance shots. We found a hotel room he was probably working out of. Oh dear. Okay. And all right, we'll have to. I imagine we'll have to beef up security a little bit for tomorrow's event. Yes. Yes, definitely. I haven't talked to Yardek about this yet, but I know I would like to. You know, stay by you, make sure everything's. Good, I feel like I'm part of this now. And she puts her hand on yours and says, I appreciate that very dearly. Not a problem at all. Reyna. I think the problem is that, okay, Ruby was so, like, focused on being professional that she was like, must call her Madam Ambassador. <laughs> like, And she chuckles a little bit at your hesitation. Uh, and, and she kind of is uh, twirling her thumbs and she does look slightly nervous. Insight check? Sure. Uh, unless I have something in insight, so the, the fact that I rolled a three isn't the worst. I think twelve. She definitely seems nervous, but isn't like particularly forthcoming. Nothing about her mannerisms really gives much away. Nervous about the pe- people keeping attempting her life. Like, <laughs> yeah, that would that would seem like a good assessment. I'm going to say, if there's anything you need to talk about, I'm here. This cannot be an easy situation for you, I imagine. Ruby, I appreciate that. I I dearly appreciate that. It's just that I I can't help but feel a connection between these events and, well, that of an episode of Space Cadet. 
okay, can I do a space cadet, like, check them to make sure, see if I can, like, just figure out which one she's talking about? <laughs> fuck, this I roll well. What the fuck? <laughs> it was space cadet related. I'm gonna roll great. I rolled a 15, by the way. And I have a shit ton in space cadet. I have a 9. 24. Yeah, um, you remember an episode from the second season called The Greater Push to Peace that dealt with an ambassador targeted by terrorists while trying to broker a, a peace treaty. I'm assuming I remember this episode. Yes, you do. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to be like, oh, you're right. And I was like, that's disturbing. Um, are there, have you met any fans while you're here besides me of course i mean i i meet fans wherever i go but nothing has stood out to me here mm-hmm. um okay I, this is me i'm not gonna ask her i'm remembering the episode does the ambassador survive at the end of that episode no the ambassador is actually killed at the end of the episode well just what the fuck <laughs> yeah it happens at like a final conference between the two warring factions what okay? And now I'm just gonna ask you about space cadets. So, what is the like? What is the greater push to peace about in that episode? Uh, g- general idea is that the crew visits a planet where two sides have been fighting for years, and the ambassador is actually from the Cosmic Coalition, which is basically like the Federation, uh, and and they're trying to bring these two factions together. Hmm. They about to get a piece of this. Okay. So, so- could this be that like about the like Zavor? I mean, there's some definite overlapping themes, but I don't think uh, it would go as far as that. Ruby would jump to that conclusion. Is there a check I could make to see if like that seems plausible? No, yeah, I don't think that's a connection that Ruby would make like right away. Okay. Um, how in the episode? How do they mustard die? Um, they are snipered while making a grand speech in a giant hall. Snipered? What? Sniped? What? <laughs> okay, sniped by a sniper. Um, but then they die uh, with the ship's crew nearby. Depressing. I'm, and I'm guessing this is an episode from uh, The Return. Correct. Reyna was a critical character in the episode. Where is the... Where, uh, this, I guess I'm asking her this. Where is the event happening? Uh, tomorrow's event is happening at the Aviation Museum, which is attached to the hotel, the Nathan Hale Hotel. Okay. Um, do I have Jensen's number? Uh, yeah, he texted you all the video at the end of the last episode. Yes, okay. So I am going to text Jensen. I said, hey, while you're doing security stuff, you should make sure there's no place a sniper should be. Um, of course, I'm sure you already thought of that. I mean, I have reason to believe that that might be a house one. We'll try to go after her. Yeah, he texts back, uh, okay, with a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> and I should be like, this, is this normal for him? Thumbs up emoji? People use emoji even in business settings sometimes. It's just quicker. Yeah. So yeah, around that moment is when Price returns and he gives pillows and blankets. I think there could be something there. You're right. Especially since you were an actress from the show. Exactly. I just... I need to put this out of my mind. I'm going to try to get a good night's sleep now. <sighs> Thank you for listening to me, though, Ruby. That's fair. Is there anything you need to sleep? 
I don't know, warm milk, melatonin. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I'm quite tired. I'll 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 be off in just a moment. And Price hands her the pillows and blankets, and she kind of sets herself up and and you know slowly uh, turns over and starts like falling asleep. Okay, I guess Ruby tries to get some shot eye too while they're in Union somewhere safe. And then Yardak, where were you heading? Who would I go to to run numbers like this? Would that uh, wouldn't be Alvarado? I mean, I guess Lewis if he's in the building. I mean, actually, actually, I would say Sloan Matthews would probably be able to help you too. Ah, oh, my boy Sloan. All right, let's go find uh, my zombie friend. Well, I was say bo- both of those guys would be on the second floor. Okay, I head up to the second floor and I'm seeking out Sloan. Yeah, you actually happen to walk into the lab, and he's just kind of, like, tidying up and turning off the lights, but he looks over and he goes, Hey, hey, Yardak, what's up? Hey, Sloan, perfect timing. I, uh, I know it looks like you're just about to leave, but uh, I was wondering if I could ask you for a favor real quick. Uh, and he checks his watch, checks his phone. Yeah, 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 I got, I got time. What's up? Okay, cool. Hopefully it shouldn't take too long. I just have uh, a couple of routing numbers from a bank from uh, somebody who was trying to assassinate an ambassador. And I was wondering if maybe you could... Uh, Tell me who is sending and receiving money from these things. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, come on, come on in. And he turns the light back on. And he starts booting up his computer, which is just lightning fast. Has already started up. That checks out. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me see the numbers. I hand him over the piece of paper. Uh, and he starts running the numbers. He's got like a, a proprietary program. He pulls up. Um. Huh. We're seeing, like, a, a, a nobody kind of shipping company, it looks like. I mean, it's probably... I'd have to look deeper into it, but it's probably, like, a shell company or something else. Yeah. Yeah, as far as we can tell right now, it's just... It's just uh, it's called uh, Tomorrow Ship. <laughs> okay. Uh, so there's nothing... Anything else we can get from this? Uh, it's just that it's going to this... Just that the money was transferring between that and this personal account. It looks like it came in two days ago. Was the was the only uh, the only account listing I'm seeing was two days ago, and it was for five hundred thousand dollars. Oh well, that means someone on the inside must have known that the ambassador was on their way here. Yeah, I guess that makes it scarier, doesn't it? So Sloan, I mean, I know you're on your way out here, uh, and you don't need to stay if you don't want to. But uh, is there any kind of way to sort of? trace who this company belongs to or who the other people involved are maybe i can do it myself if you don't want to stick around i mean yeah i mean i can give you the, i can log into a guest account and give you some access but i also don't know if ramos would be okay with that because like you know this isn't like an official union thing right because you just kind of came to me about this no one no, no, it's not official at all. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not trying to be a buzzkill or anything. It's just like, you know, I didn't mind running into those numbers, but to give you access to proprietary tools and stuff. But Ramos, but is, Ramos a is a bit of a buzzkill. <laughs> you don't say. And, you know, the, I, I've got no real qualm with the guy, but I'm just saying that I just wouldn't say that, like, I have the authority to do that. Yeah, I'm, I respect that. Uh, I mean, I, you don't have to let me do anything. You... I could have very well just walked by and seen that this computer was on and took matters into my own hands. <laughs> You're going to run a persuasion check on that one. I am very much... That is me persuading. Oh, yikes. That was a five. What's my persuasion? Uh, a <laughs> nine, so 14 altogether. Uh... I say it with a smile, though. 
I don't know, Yardak. I, you know, I like my job. And I feel like <laughs> Ramos has made it pretty clear. If you want, Alrighty, I was, I I was going to say, that. I mean, you could try using your luck or something. I'm just letting you know, like, that one didn't work. What about my hero point? Yeah, you can do that. I'm just saying you can use something. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll use my hero point instead. That that makes it a twenty, right? Yeah. What do you say though? You know what? I I totally agree with you, Sloan. I'm not uh, asking you to risk your job or anything like that. You couldn't stop me from going onto the computer if you didn't know that I would be coming into the room after you and see that the computer was left on that I could just you know happen upon and get on myself. You wouldn't have to know anything about that. And he kind of cracks a smile. Well, they do say that the weakest link in cybersecurity is the user. You know what? I'm going to have to agree with you on that, then. Uh, he logs off, clicks, like, the button, basically, for a guest account, and uh, just kind of gives you a small salute and walks out the door. Yeah, uh, what you don't know won't hurt anybody. Hopefully. Uh, so, yeah, so you're on the computer. I guess roll me a technology check. That's not the best modifier, but, you know, just open. Oh! Good roll. 16 plus 6 is 22. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, it takes you a while, and you're getting a little tired, but eventually you do, uh, you just keep, you keep finding more shell companies, but you, you haven't quite, like, there's still clearly more, because it's not really, like, all the companies that you're finding don't really do anything. They've existed for a little while, but they don't really have much, uh, under their belt. Uh, it's definitely going to take a little like more time, like more time than you really have because of how tired you're getting. Like you've dug deeper, but you haven't gotten to the bottom of it. Could I do like another technology check, maybe to like? I guess what I'm going to ask is, what is your goal here? To know, I mean, at this point, we can't do anything other than just wait for somebody to make an attempt on her life again because we don't. The dude's dead. The other guy's dead, and the only person that could do anything is the person who gave them the money. So otherwise, we're just going to sit here until. She gets a, an attempt on her life again. I don't really know what else to do. All right. So what you found, uh, you found in one of the other shell companies just an hour afterwards was another $500,000 uh, transfer to another personal account. Oh, for like just another person to start trying to assassinate her? Yeah, but you can't like you can't really tell who the account belongs to. But So now we know for certain that somebody is still attempting on her life. Yes, exactly. Okay, I mean, all we can do is wait, so I'm going to go back and find Ruby and tell her that her nap time's over, and I'm going to try to get some shut-eye. I mean, do you really need to both be awake? This is this is not D&D. <laughs> <laughs> she made me get worried. Okay, well then I'm just going to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She, she was the one who said shifts. Look, I was thinking more shifts than we ended up going back to my apartment, but you need more secure. Hey out there, so we are back with the next part of this arc. Uh, full disclosure for why this episode, and really the show as a whole, has taken so long to come back. Uh, there is a 10 minute section of this episode right before this, where my microphone apparently just turned itself off. Luckily I realized in time to turn it back on at that point, but you might have noticed a change in my sound because I had to go back and recreate my lines uh, based on what Dan and Rachel are saying. Anyway, it, it was a hard process, and I'm glad it's behind me. On a different note, I've decided to stop doing the Intel Drop segments for at least the time being. 
Um, while I love expanding on the lore of the show and the universe it takes place in, I'd prefer to do that in a more of a show-not-tell approach. And we'll see, maybe it'll come back. But also, if you haven't already been listening through the credits, keep an eye out. Uh, we've been doing some post-game chat that I include, and at the end of arcs, I'm doing some post-credit scenes to kind of set up the next event. All right, back to the show. So the next morning, uh, early, early in the morning, suddenly you feel, Ruby, you feel a hand shake you awake. Oh, what is it, Bethany? Uh, no, dear, it's it's Raina. Who's Bethany? Oh, uh, and I, well, wait, sorry, um, I, I have a roommate. Curious. And sometimes I sleep in. Uh, like, you can't really tell because there's no windows, but it's very early in the morning because you're still, like, hella tired. Uh, and, but Raina is already, like, done up in, like, another outfit. I'm like, yeah, you look good. Although, I was thinking, um, we should probably put some kind of bulletproof vest under that thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't exactly want to go out with a big... I don't want to make people at the event feel nervous. I, I I'm sorry, but I'm already nervous. <laughs> I, I'm I'm already a little okay. Nervous. Is that do you know somewhere we can get something like that? Perhaps something smaller, form fitting. <laughs> Any bulletproof spanks? <laughs> <laughs> Will there be something here that I could get her? Theoretically, you could ask for something like that. Couldn't you make it? Also, definitely, you've done it before. I, can I make a form fitting? Uh, I'm gonna have to have you roll a creation check on that one, actually. Okay, I was like, well, let me see what I can do. Thank God, I actually rolled for something that matters. Do do. I rolled a seventeen, and my crate is it four? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say that you hold your hands up, and into existence shimmers a very thin bulletproof vest. And I just go, "Here you go." I'm, very, I'm a little proud of myself. Reina, having not seen you do this before, is a little like, "Oh, okay. Excuse me a moment. I'll go put this on under my clothes." <laughs> I said, "I make things. That's how I made the box." <laughs> you saw the visual, this is your aid. <laughs> okay. Uh, she puts that on and she comes back and she's kind of examining it and it doesn't really show much uh, over her dress. Like, uh, with her dress on. Okay. Did, when Yorda came and slept, did he come and sleep in this room? Yeah. I mean, that's where the cots are. <laughs> I kind of imagine Yorda snoring in the back corner. Maybe, like, she'd probably go wake him up. But, but only through my gills. Okay, so you wake Yardak up? I guess that's a show to go back. Yardak! What, what time is it? I, I guess I checked my phone. What time is it? It's like 7.30. Okay. You probably got to bed sometime around like 1 or so, one thirty. Mm-hmm. I go Yardak. Yardak shoulder. I wake with like a, like a, <laughs> what, what? I'm just, what, what's, what's going on? Um, I think Raina needs to get to her event soon. I, I made her, by the way, I can make both for vests. I made her one. Um, so Raina checks her watch. All right, we have to be at the event in about an hour, I believe. Uh, they're doing a little bit of press beforehand, before the the big unveiling, and then there's a, a nice soiree afterwards. I would like to secretly watch the end of that Space Cadet episode to see if they're, um, like on Netflix real quick on my phone. Just, oh, like, not showing her, but I would like to see if there's anything I missed, like, of how the killing went down, or what, like, what part of the, like, event. Okay, roll... Perception, I guess? <laughs> I don't know you're just like, what have I created? Dear Beans and Masterminds Reddit, when my character wants to look up advice from Netflix on her phone in, in the game, <laughs> what do I make her roll? 
<laughs> the 13. 13? Uh, yeah, you can see that the sniper is, like, fairly close by, but also, like, fairly high up, like, uh, but visible from, from the, uh, scene. Okay. And do, is, is she, like, in the middle of her speech in that? Yeah, yeah, like, the, char- the character is just finishing her, her speech as it happens. Okay. And I am going to tell Yardak that she pointed out that this is a lot like a Space Cadet episode, and I explained the plot to him real quick. And I agree with her, and I I show him, like, the couple scenes, like, that had already happened, and then I show him the last one. And I was like, I don't know, this might be a wild goose that we're chasing, but I, I think we should look at all possibilities. Also, in killing an ambassador, like, that does seem like the most likely. Someone trying to take her out during the speech does seem like the most likely next attempt. I mean, I'm, 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 I'll take any lead that we got, no matter how out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say to Ruby, and that's actually, I mean, probably good thinking because last night when I was doing a little digging, I found out that somebody else was paid a substantial sum of money to, I'm assuming, take another attempt on her life again. That's not great. Like, I was going to be like, that's good, that's good information to have, but... I mean, it's confirmed the worst, but at least we know... Know what's happening. Yeah. And we're telling this away from her. Trying not to freak her out. Uh, so you're on your way... Are you going to head to the event then? Yes. Mm-hmm. I am... Before we leave, I'm going... Do, is there, like, walkie-talkies that we... Do we have walkie-talkies normally? To, like, communicate with each other? I'm going to see if we can get some walkie-talkies from Union. Alright, so you're going to ask Price, or... Sure. We're next to Price, right? Yeah. Uh, Price awakes with a bit of a start uh, around the time you guys are having this discussion, and his hair is all kind of flopping to the, ro- to the wrong side. And I said, hey there, buddy. Yeah, I was like, is there any kind of earpiece that uh, Yarnak and I and maybe a couple other of her security team could have? There's reason to believe an attempt could come, could happen on her life, and we want to be able to um, stay in contact. Okay, roll persuasion. Myself was like, I was trying to but I'm like, make sure that you mention this to protect your life. I feel like you'll be a little bit more apt to agree with us. I was saying, like, and of course, uh, the ambassador's life is of the utmost importance. What is six plus fourteen? Twenty. Thanks. I, I rolled a natural twenty then. And price and price goes. I I think I can. Yes, I can give you a few comms for for at least the two of you, and uh, for Reina, I will pull. Some resources I will send. I will send two men to take you there by vehicle and to kind of surveil the area. Thank you. That's very helpful. I keep wanting to call him Doctor. I don't know why. Doctor Price seems like a good character name. That's fair. I don't have my PhD. <laughs> so yeah, he runs. He runs over to a storage locker and he brings you two like earpiece fitting comms. Uh, and he dials a quick number on his desk phone. Yes, right. I can you grab me? Uh, Blake and Williams, uh, and then these two gentlemen kind of strolled down into the engineering bay, and Price kind of gives them the lowdown of what's going on, and sends you all to the to the garage to get uh, an SUV. Alright, let's go. Thank you. And I'm going to, while we're driving, I'm going to say, like, hey, we have a reason, we're pretty sure it's going to be like a sniper, so that's what we should be on the lookout for. Yeah, and these and these two guys, they're they're very like inconspicuously dressed, like they're kind of just wearing suits, um, kind of blend in, like no no rifles, no riot gear or anything like that. I assume I'm just wearing what I've been wearing. You know what? I assume I made myself. I made everyone pajamas last night. 
Because I'm like that. I'm nice. <laughs> okay, you re- we'll retcon you some pajamas. So you get to, uh, you get back to the hotel. There's no police cars there this time. Uh, there are a number of vehicles pulling up, including, like, a press van. Um, ooh, what I want to do is send a text to, uh, Shepard and Winslow again, and just let them know, hey, uh, nothing has happened yet, but we have learned that someone else is going to be making an attempt on the ambassador's life, and give them our current location, and... So if you want to help out, that'd be great. It's your job. Yeah, and, like, if you want to keep an ear out and... Be ready in case something should happen. That would be great. You get a text back from Shepard saying, Hey, just got the results back from the lab. It looks like that tripwire motion sensor thing has definitely been connected to a few of Angelopoulos' other murders. And it looks like it possibly involved in a few other assassinations uh, as well. We're trying to uh, you know, track down suppliers and information. But Does she know what it was designed to do? Uh, and that looks like that one was to send a signal, like it was a motion sensor to send a signal to a phone. Okay. To like let somebody know that we got in. And like an alert system, exactly. Yeah. Not explosive. You walk into the facility, you do see a number of, like you see probably like ten other guys in suits and sunglasses, like not very inconspicuous. And Is this her detail? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And Jensen's kind of like talking to all of them very sternly. <laughs> Uh, and he's kind of, like, pointing them in different directions and, like, setting them up. And you also see a small gathering of uh, press and reporters, like, down the hallway in, in the in the skywalk, which has been now cleared out from the debris. Right, out of curiosity, do the other reporters know about, like, not necessarily that there's been three attempts in her life, but I feel like maybe someone would talk about, like, how Ambassador almost died by a plane falling on her head? Uh, you haven't seen anything in the news, at least. Okay. Ooh, hush, hush. I'm just saying, like, you haven't. I also don't know how often your character checks the news. She thinks she might be in it a lot. Fair. Yeah, so, Reyna, um, I'm going to go talk to the press pool now, before the event starts. Okay. Can I walk to where she'll be talking later? Sure. Okay, and I would like to see if I can, like, judging from, like, if there's an area I think where a sniper would be based on, like, what, how close he was in that episode? Yeah, from where you're standing, so there's, like, a podium, uh, it's right at the entrance to the new wing, and you can see, like, some of the new displays have already been set up, and there's, like, a podium there, and from the podium standpoint, there is, like, a, what's the word I'm looking for, like, a balcony on the second floor that's, like, kind of in a similar position. Okay. I'm gonna, is Jensen by me? No, you kind of walked away from everyone to go over to this. Okay. Do I know where Jensen is? Yeah, he's back over at the Skywalk, where Reyna is. Okay, I'm going to walk up to Jensen and be like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, what, what is it? She doesn't know about the, we think this might be related to a space cadet episode thing or yet, right? No, yeah, I don't think he would know any of that. The ambassador noticed yesterday that this attempt on her life is very similar to an episode of Space Cadet, which sounds a little silly, but, and then I give him the plot of the episode. It's just very similar, and I noticed that balcony. I rewatched the scene yesterday just so I would, you know, have a fresh perspective. And that balcony there looks very, like, it could be similar to the spot they were in that episode. I think we should check it out. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll stage, we'll station a couple guys up on that second floor, uh, to keep an eye out. It's weird. 
Thank you. It, it is very strange. It's like, it's almost like they're playing a game with us. You're not wrong? Um, it's almost like this whole world is a game. <laughs> two meta, two meta, two meta. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Yeah, what is Yardak doing? Instead of a perception check, do we think... Well, where are you? Uh, I mean, I'm in like the kind of like the thick of it where like everybody's just kind of mingling. Okay, so you're near the press pool, or no? Like where like the like because she's over there by the press pool, and I'm back over here where like other people are like mingling in front of like the podium and such. Uh well, they're not quite in the podium yet. They're like more in the skywalk area. Okay, then that area is there. Instead of a perception check, would I maybe do an insight check to maybe see if I'm seeing anybody that doesn't particular like that does stand out that shouldn't. Yeah. You're trying to I'm, I'm trying to feel like I'm trying to like look into them, not just notice something. Well you're trying to pick up on like body language and stuff, I imagine, right? Yeah, like somebody that's like obviously like sticking out that I'll I'll let you do whichever's higher in this scenario. My insight, which is ten. Fuck. Fourteen altogether. <laughs> So I rolled a four. Yeah, for the most part, the crowd looks interested. Some people are, like, taking pictures of all the displays, and some people are kind of trying to, like, crane their necks to look into the new area. You do see, like, a couple of the concierges. Some of them are, like, serving food and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only thing that's really standing out is one guy is, like, noticeably sweaty. Is he a big dude? No, not terribly big. I was like, because, girl, I know the struggle. (laughs) Oh, 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 okay. No, 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 He's... (laughs) You know, not very super built, but, you know, normal guy. But he's just, like, kind of sweating and, and uncertain looking. I'm going to walk right up to him. And I'm going to walk up, extend my hand, and say, Evening, and uh, enjoying yourself so far. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, would you would you care for some finger sandwiches? Um, I mean, no, not, not particularly. Thank you, but uh, I'm not particularly hungry right now. Uh, is everything going okay? Yeah. Yes, yes. Wonderful time here. Uh, Nathan Hale Hotel. Best in the city, right? I want to persuade him, and I'm going to say, you seem a bit nervous. Is uh, everything going okay? Uh, Looks like you got something on your mind there, bud. So you're doing persuasion? Yeah. Roll it. Damn, I'm getting your rolls now. (laughs) 514 again. Uh, And he he does visibly shudder, but he's like, no, no, just... uh, I, I guess I'm just, I might be coming down with something, um, if you'll excuse me. Um, then, instead of persuasion, because he's trying to walk away, I want to switch to intimidate, and I want to grab him by the arm, and be like, look, buddy, something you're not telling me? <laughs> okay, ro- roll intimidation. Fuck! Uh, that's an 11. <laughs> you want to use the luck? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, so you grab him by the shoulder, and what do you say? Or grab him by the arm, and what do you say? Look, buddy, there's something going on here. You look a little shifty for me. What's go? What's going on? <laughs> At this point, he starts visibly crying. <laughs> what's going on? Please, please let me go. If if I if I don't if I don't do it, they're gonna kill my whole family. Well. You know, if uh, this is what's going on is what I think is going on, you might have yourself to worry about. Roll a perception check. There we go. Plus nine. That's a 27. 
as you're saying this, he like moves in just such a way that his uh, one sleeve kind of rolls up, his uh, shirt kind of comes down, and also like his pant leg kind of comes up. Like just like he shifts a bit, and you can see a bit more of him, and you realize that, especially given how well you rolled, like you took it all in very quickly. He is wired to detonate. This did not happen in the episode. Rude. <laughs> okay, then I'm now that we've established this, I'm going to become nice again. Seeing as I know, I know that it is against his will. <laughs> and um, wait, wait, wait! You didn't know that when he said that this is—they're going to kill my whole family. No, no, no! I did, I did, I did. But now that I know that, like, <laughs> okay, it really against his will. Like his, it's he's his life is literally on the line at this very point. In time. Okay, okay. There's a line. So I'm going to try to be as nonchalant as I can in case we're being watched, and I'm going to say to him, and uh, you know, sotto voce, that. Uh, also, do we have our comms in? You do. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm going to say. Is I'm going to try to be very nonchalant about it and be like, look, if there's anybody who can protect you, it's going to be us. Let us try to take care of this situation. I'm going to inform the team of what's going on with your situation and see what we can't uh, do for you. Uh, okay. And I'm going to go into my earpiece and relate to the team that we have a unwilling suicide bomber. Big yikes. Not in character. (laughs) (laughs) The title of this episode, Press F to pay respects. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to try to move to where Yardak is. I also don't want to, like, draw a lot of attention in case they just say, hey, boom, and blow him up. Yeah, I'm just going to move to where Yardak is casually. Okay, am am I there yet? Yeah, yeah, it's not that far away. (laughs) Can I take a look? I have, like, can I roll a technology and see if I can, like, take a look at the bomb and see if I know anything about it? Or can... Um, I'm going to want you to roll technology and stealth. Yeah, we don't want people to know that we know he's wired. Or or give it away to anyone else and start a panic. Okay, I rolled a 17 in stealth. Which is great, because we don't actually have anything in stealth. Okay, 15 plus 7. 22. Thank you. Okay, so you know enough about this, like, you, this is beyond your means, you, this is not like a single pull, a single wire, and it's out situation, um, but you are also subtle enough that no one seems to have noticed that you and Yardak have crowded around this particular waiter. <laughs> is there anyone, I'm, okay, so we have, we have connection with the two other union guys, right? Yes, yes. And I'm gonna say, do either of you have experience, uh, with trying to that detonates not right. What what am I trying to say? Bomb disposal. Make bomb go bye bye. Like <laughs> bomb diffusion. Do any of you have experience uh, with bomb diffusion? That that's a big negative visual. <laughs> I ca- I came because I figured we were gonna have to stop a marksman. Yeah, well, if wishes and butts were candies and nuts, you know. <laughs> okay, is there food on the waiter's tray? Yes. Is there an empty tray anywhere near me? There's a little bit of food on it, like like a couple sandwiches left. Okay, so I'm going to try to take the sandwiches and be like, hey, it looks like you're empty. Let's go to the, like, back to the kitchen, you know, away from this crowd, and get some some more food, buddy. Are you saying this loudly and to him? No, to, to him, but not loudly. Okay. But idea, can't you uh, make yourself look like him? I don't think I can make myself look like another person. I mean, you can do illusions. You don't even necessarily have to make yourself look like him. Oh, that's true. And I, so I'm going to get him out the door and then make an illusion of him walking back in and just kind of like holding a tray in the corner and being like, yay. Just kind of holding it and not talking. So something like this is going to take, well, I mean, you can do audio, but I'm going to say something like this is going to take a lot of concentration. So like, 
you're kind of... I'd be like, send him with Yardak. So the the waiter, the real waiter is with Yardak, and you're just kind of... In the corner, making an illusion of the guy. Okay. Okay. Do I have to roll for this? No, I'm going to let that I'm gonna let that go. Yardak, what are you doing? I'm going to walk him into the kitchen and tell him to find a place where he can remain out of sight and tell him that we're going to attempt to take care of this. As long as he stays in here, we should hopefully be able to get the guy that's attempting to do this. And he kind of grabs Yardak by the arm and says, they can do it remotely. I, 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 can't you do something about this? Unfortunately, at this point in time, I don't know exactly what we can do, but my friend out there is making it look like you're still playing your part. So as long as we keep them in the dark and they think you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, hopefully things should go okay. But when he goes, when they go to blow it, and and it doesn't matter if I'm out there or not, it's going to go. Okay, uh, I got one idea. I'm going to have... Need you to trust me on this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna attempt to kill this bomb. And the guy takes a big inward breath. Okay. I I know it's uh not what I would prefer either, but you know uh what else are we gonna do in this situation? Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna have you roll a, an attack check with your water. Nat twenty. Yeah. All right, you roll a nat 20. What do you do? Okay, I'm going to get some water, have it kind of do its amorphous globular thing around my hands. It's going to glow like a really bright green, almost white. And I'm going to just place my hands around the bomb. And the water is going to kind of like go get itself around the bomb. And then a quick bright white light, it just flash freezes it. And then as you do that, uh, it was just so strong that the bomb pieces, the bomb like shatters and falls to the ground, like through his, uh, his clothes. Hey. Can I hear this? Can I, did I hear that? No, it's like a small, yeah. If, if anything you would have heard, it would have sounded like glass shattering to you. And I'm going to do like a quick, like, yeah, fist pumping victory. Cause I did that. And, and he grabs you and he hugs you. And he can tell that he was like, oh shit, he's just doing that on the whim, huh? Yeah, the waiter grabs you and he hugs you. He says, thank you. Thank you so much. Now tell me, where's your family? I'll tell somebody and have somebody go help them. I, I they're, they're at home. I don't, like, as far as I know, they don't have them. They just... Oh, they're not, like, being, like, physically restrained. They was just threatened. That Yeah, they just told me, like, they, they, they sent, said all of their names and said that they would all die if I didn't do this. Okay, 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 okay. It was in my car, and it was just a, a, the bomb with a note on it. Alrighty, so now that we have that taken care of, and your life is out of immediate danger, let's have you- Maybe, can, can I, did I hear him, like, tell him this stuff? You're not in the room. Yeah, but I wouldn't have imagined he had an open comm the whole time. Okay, because I have an idea, but I can't hear. Well, so, so this is, brings me to you, because I'm going to then open my comm and be like, situation taken care of in the kitchen, we're on our way back out. You can get rid of the illusion. And I, I was just going to say, maybe we should call the police and have them do a wellness check on his family. I hold my calm and say, that's a great idea to send somebody over there. Okay, so I am going... You have Officer Winslow's phone number. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to send a text to Winslow. You can drop the illusion. I'm going to send him back out there. And as he's about to walk out, I'm going to grab his shoulder and be like, Hey bud, what's your name? Derek Lee. And like he gives you his address and stuff. All right, Derek, uh, you go out there, act like everything is normal. We're going to send somebody to- And I'm going to have the illusion walk out where Derek originally came from? Like, or where you went? Okay, uh, I'm going to just, in my head, I'm going to imagine that this doesn't tip anybody off, but because the illusion is not physical, it just goes through the door. 
And Derek then walks out the door. Yeah. That's like all the I saw him went, uh, close enough. So yeah, you send that message over to them. And right around this time, Reyna is finishing up her her speech, or not her speech, she's finishing up her discussion with the press pool, and uh, and she's going and getting on the podium and kind of waving, and everyone's kind of cheering, and she just kind of says, thank you all for coming out to the unveiling of the... Can I try and, like, get as close to her as possible? How close? Like, are we talking, like, next to the podium? Because it's on a little bit of a stage, but not much. Um, off the stage. Like, just, I'm not on the stage, but just, like, close, that way if anything happens, I could run up to the stage. All right, yeah, you get up there, and she's like, thank you for coming to the dedication of this new wing, and I want to thank all of you, for those of you in the crowd, your generous donations. It is very important that we continue to fund the sciences, to study the stars and, 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 and what lies beneath the seas, and just and just taking in the whole uh, of humanity's efforts and recognizing them. Someone in the crowd goes, whoop, 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 whoop. I'm also going to be keeping an eye on that balcony. Yeah, as far as you can tell, that balcony is, like, empty. And she's gives, goes on for a couple more moments, uh, and then she finishes her speech, and she says, And now we can all continue these festivities in the newly opened Astronomics Wing. And she, like, cuts a ribbon, and there's a cheer, and people start walking in. So, let's go. I'm assuming everybody's walking that way now. I'm going to walk up to her and just kind of walk with her. Well, that all went very smoothly, right? That went that part went smoothly. Also, another one. Um, we we took care of it. It's fine. There, there, there was a bomb. Um, but it's been taken care of. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I guess I will try not to think about that as I greet all of these lovely, not exploded people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not a character, and I go, I just go, yeah. <laughs> and she and she touches your shoulder, Ruby, and gives you a handshake and says, "Thank you so much for for well keeping this event upbeat and 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 saving my life again." Not a problem at all, ma'am. Um, okay, I I will go to mingle for a moment. Yes, go mingle. I'm still going to keep not like not be that far away from her as she's mingling. Okay. I don't I don't trust I don't trust it. Yardak, you feel a tap on your shoulder. I'm going to take a little glance over my shoulder to see who it is. Yeah, suddenly there is a microphone in your face. Hello, Yardak. Shauna Ortegra, Channel Seven News. I believe we met once before. Yeah, Shauna, it's been a long time since the Carly concert. Uh it's Carly Exclamation. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh how's it going? Uh, doing fine. I, I want to follow up on a rumor that you have been protecting the ambassador, uh, your fellow ambassador, from multiple attempts on her life in the past day. Well, you know, Shauna, there was an incident at a hotel earlier today. I'm going to say a hotel specifically, not saying this one. That way there's no panic. But, you know, that has been taken care of. The ambassador is certainly safe, as you can see. We're definitely here for a good time tonight. So far, everything is going swimmingly. Excuse the pun. So, I feel like there's uh, no cause to panic at this point in time. Okay, I do want you to roll deception, though, because, like, you were trying to, like... not not It's not 100% deception, but it's the closest thing to what you're trying to do. Yeah. Okay. 12... 21 altogether. Uh, and she jots this all down on her phone real quick and says, Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Uh, care to say anything about uh, your thoughts on the new wing? 
so far, everything I've seen, it looks like a great addition to the city. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a great educational tool for our youth here. Me, myself, I'm not used to any of these flying machines. Uh, we don't exactly have a lot of air down there. But yeah, so I'm certainly excited to see what's going on here and learn a little bit more about you guys. All right, I will, I'm going to make sure that that gets into my article. I heard it took a massive donation to, to get this thing rolling. It is wild how quickly things come together. Oh? Who was, who was the generous citizen? I mean, I would definitely love to thank them. This is a great installation. Private donor, I believe. They, they didn't publicly release the name. Filing that information away so I can talk to somebody about that later, most certainly. Uh, because the way she said that was very conspicuous. <laughs> I feel like I can't do anything without you guys feeling as conspicuous, to be fair. You know what? You're right. You're just you're just a shady figure. Try to like just drop information, like a little bit of exposition dump sometimes, and everything you guys assume is like a thing, <laughs> which is not unfair. I'm not saying that that's wrong or unfair of you. I'm just saying that it makes it hard for me to reveal anything that doesn't have to be a thing. Is that how like we're not? Where you're just like he's a fellow Brit, and I was like they know each other. <laughs> I had already planned that right be- moments before you did that. Since I was like, oh, price, I'm gonna make them know each other. <laughs> so I'm going to nicely part ways with Shauna and be like, well, Shauna, it was great catching up. Uh, can't wait to hear from you again. And uh, let me know how you enjoy the exhibit. Let me see. Ruby, you're over near Reyna, right? Mm-hmm. And where's Yardak now? I am making my way with everybody else to the exhibit or to where whatever room that was. Oh, I imagine you're already in the exhibit. Like it's a pretty, it's like a whole wing of the building. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Like there's diff- there's different exhibits within. Yeah. But this is like the wing of exhibits. Yeah, yeah, this is the wing of space exhibits. Alright, so I make my way over. Because, again, I thought you were already there because you were kind of following everyone. Well, no, because I was like coming out of the kitchen and then she like finished up her speech. Where are you now, then? Uh, I'm like catching up with everybody else. I'm like a little bit behind them, but like pretty much there. So like the crowd, you mean? or? Yeah, I'm like walking with the crowd over there. Okay. You look across the room and you can see... Jensen and the and his whole crew is kind of like still still keeping an eye out, especially looking towards like even though it's kind of far away now. That balcony. Are there any other balconies now in this part of the? Building? No, no, not in this part. Um, okay. And the two guys you brought along, they get on the comms and they say we're checking the second floor. Nothing, nothing found yet. Nothing suspicious. And Yardak, Reyna sees you from uh, across the room, and she's actually like, after everything you guys have been through, she's really excited to see you. Okay. Like, she's just, like, really, like, she looks genuine. The first time it since this all started, she looks just genuinely happy. I mean, I did just save her from being exploded, so yeah. I would hope um, she is excited to see me. So I'm going to raise she- my hand and give her a smile and make my way to her. Oh, yeah, because she, like, she r- waves back and she, like, like, quickly gestures you to come over. Okay, I hustle my little water legs over there. <laughs> <laughs> Yodak, I'm so glad I, I got a hold of you, R- Ruby insinuated some things that I, I believe I have you once again to thank for all of your help. I, I I will be voting for sure on your side, by the way. Oh, my thing. I take her hand in both of mine and shake it and say thank you so much, Raina. Uh, I mean, I would say all in our day's work, but this was no small task. Uh, whoever is after you was certainly... Persistent. Yeah, persistent to say the least. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm next to Yardak. So, I mean, uh, I feel like this will not just benefit us, but now we'll be in closer contact, and if the attempts are continuously made in your life, we can hopefully help you out and do everything we can to keep you safe, especially if you want to bridge this quote-unquote gap between us. 
And and she just takes your hand in between both of hers and says, I believe you're correct. And 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 I well, I can't have you say anything, because it's it's uh on the down low information, but I, I wanted to introduce you to someone. Oh? Yes, yes. I want to introduce you to the person who who did the private donation for this for this new wing. Oh! Exclamation point noise. I, I'm here for this, right? Yeah, yeah. You're like right next to him, and she kind of pulls you over over to like a a waiter, you know, giving out food. And you guys weren't too far away when this exchange was happening, and they're standing next to someone. And the person turns towards you. The person just says, "Oh, we've met," and it's Adrian Hughes. Chapter twenty one. History has its eyes on you. Part 2. Masks and Mayhem uses Mutants and Masterminds 3rd edition by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. The show is written, produced, and put under 12 shell companies by myself, R.C. Weiler. You can follow us for free forever on all major podcast platforms. If you like what we do, please leave a review. You can see a list of all the platforms available for review at ratethispodcast.com slash mayhemcast. Our official art is by Jen Evans, and our branding is by AJ Solomon. Our theme music is by Cloud Road Music. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com. on the news yeah yeah she's definitely on the news like she's like basically like the elon musk of this world but then why does elon musk exist i'm just using him as a barometer (laughs) (laughs) she's like a fancy she's a fancy rich venture capitalist imagine her as like a mix between um elon musk but also she has like long dark bob hair like black hair well, not with the look with it you just described, just, like, the vibe of, like, Elizabeth Holmes, the, like, fraud person, not the writer. That's the exact idea you should have. The ac- Yeah. I don't know who that is. For the record, there's also a writer named Elizabeth Holmes who's great. You, you, Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos with the crazy eyes, that's exactly what you want to be thinking. Yeah. Yes. See, I'm picturing, like, a mix between, like, Catherine Zeta-Jones with, like, Bellatrix Lestrange's, like, crazy face. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so like just to re to just to finish that. I'm going to end of episode. Very obvious. Oh, you bitch! <laughs> <laughs> you got my blood pumping. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> so I I've never actually met. I'm trying to remember. I don't. I've never actually. No, Adrian is who Adrian is who he fought while you were fighting Emily. Yeah. Um, who does not have telekinesis? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Adrian has the power pills that give her telekinesis and, like, other psychic powers. But not, wait, what, what, did, what did I say? Oh, like, earthquake powers. Yeah, so he was convinced that it was earthquake powers. <laughs> he said I, it was just... She's not quake? No.
So, yeah, what'd you guys think of this one? This was fun. I enjoyed the... I uh, like, uh... Sitcom's not the right word. Uh, like, primetime WB-esque wannabe superhero thing, like, vibe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very, like... Arrow. WB, like, what year is it? Yeah, right. I, I, I don't I, that's what I grew up with. I don't care if it's the CW. That shit is the WB. <laughs> um, but it's, it was very like, I haven't seen it, but like Flash, the Arrow-esque, like with its in like, yeah, in, like, with, like high, the solving stuff. Like we're in like fancy buildings because everybody's always fucking rich for some reason and like <laughs> we're just like a bomb and then like we have to use like powers to like, like I mean to be but, fair, like, be subtle. And, Oliver Queen has never not been rich. Yeah, but like, like in comics. Oh, he has, but he's been not rich when he was on the island. In the same way that he is in Arrow Show. Uh, but I'm saying, like in the backstory for Oliver Queen, he's always been like Oliver Queen starts out as a rich man. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. Was there stuff you didn't like? No, no, not that I didn't like. I was just kind of stumped at certain parts. But that was more of like a train of thinking than like the story itself. Yeah. Yeah, like I was, because a lot of it, what you were trying to solve, I did think it was a little funny. You were trying to solve some of it with like police procedural uh, solutions instead of superpower solutions. <laughs> I watch a lot of Criminal Minds. <laughs> I've watched a lot of Bones, okay? Right. I do love my reaction to you asking if I'd ever seen Bones. The fact that I've seen every episode of Bones is, one, impressive and weird. 